All right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are P.S. This is Awesome, a PlayStation podcast, and this is episode 212. This is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But before we get on with the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. YouTube.com slash PS This Is Awesome. Visit us on Twitter at PS This Is Awesome. And if you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PlayStation Network, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01. As always, you can write the show at PS This Is Awesome at gmail.com. And most importantly, don't forget to share the show with your friends. Make sure to leave comments, rate the shows you see fit. And as a reminder, this is a video podcast. So you can watch the show if you prefer over on our YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe to that over on YouTube. For new and or long-time listeners, we now have a Patreon where you can support the show at a $1 level called the One and Only $1 Club. Head over to www.patreon.com slash awesome. Become a $1 patron. Get your free die-cut vinyl sticker and a shout-out on the show like Josh Peters did. Josh has been on the show and has talked about the Dark Pictures Anthology and other games with us. So we appreciate all of our listeners and we certainly appreciate you, Josh. And we'd love to have you back on the show, maybe to talk some Elden Ring, if or when we play it. And I will note that Josh respectfully declined the die-cut vinyl sticker. Uh, when he signed up on the Patreon, he didn't give me his address. And I got it all ready. I was like, Josh, what's your address? He goes, ah, just save, just save the postage. <laughs> so anyhow, thank you for saving us some postage and for the $1 uh, contribution. Um, all right, Jake. What is going on? Sounds to me like he's embarrassed to represent the podcast. I didn't want to go there. He he's your blood, so I thought I would let you. Uh, yeah, I thought I would let you just lay into him a little bit. But maybe I'll just hand deliver it to him. Yeah, then he doesn't have any excuse. Yeah, next time you're for practice, grab a sticker and give it to Josh. <laughs> it's one of the, it's one of those things where like I don't know what I would do with a sticker. Like I have a merch bin and I have a PS's awesome sticker on my merch bin when I take it, tug it around to shows and stuff. It's not like I'm skateboarding anymore. I'm not going to put a sticker on my car like it's a sticker's kind of one of those things but like i mean you can always smack it on your fridge like harold did with a magnet boom that was kind of cool i got a picture of that uh yeah so you can do stuff with it i think maybe next go around maybe we'll make some custom magnets that would be kind of cool magnets would be cool i know i know a lot of people put stickers like on their laptop and stuff oh, like true. that i've never i never wanted to do that like yeah i, I love stickers i do too but i'm like against putting them on anything <laughs> that makes any sense. Yeah. like i would put them on i would put them on like my guitar case or you know something like that yeah. but i i don't know that i would ever put put them on like there's something there's there's to me uh there's something weird about putting who we're talking about you know trying to shill our stickers and our patreon well, they are cool stickers they're really They're nice. fucking dope stickers. But it's like one of those things where I love the sticker because I've got a sticker similar to that. Mm-hmm. You made stickers for the band yeah. that are similar that I've had my sticker. Mm-hmm. I've been holding on to it for like whatever, two years now. I'm out of them too. Yeah, they went like hotcakes. But like I've never put it on anything. Because it's like, oh well, I bought a you know a fifteen hundred dollar laptop. The last thing I want to do is stick a fucking sticker on my laptop that's going to eventually come off and leave all this residue and shit on it but yeah, stickers have like a, stickers. stickers have a place. Like in the music industry, they're everywhere. In in like all the clubs that we play at and all the bars, there's like band stickers just everywhere. In the bathrooms, on the walls, like there's stickers everywhere. Like uh, you go into recording studios, there's band stickers and, and stickers of shows and podcasts and stuff everywhere on the studio monitors and on the gear and on the equipment cases, on the guitar cases. It's kind of a thing that I I, I was kind of brought up in like that DIY punk rock scene where like 
We just put stickers on everything. Skateboards, like I said, go to the skate park and there's stickers on the half pipe or whatever, the quarter pipe. There's just stickers. And it, it's kind of a cool thing. But, yeah, I'm not going to put a sticker on my car, you know. But <laughs> needless to say, there's sweet there's stickers. Like, it would be cool if you could – I'm sure someone has done this before. But you can make like a – almost like a sticker – like collage poster like you can make like a poster oh yeah you just put like all your favorite stickers on it and then just like put it on your wall just like, like some sort be of board cool. or cut out yeah just slab of wood and just put all the stickers you've collected on it that would be kind of cool have a sticker board man yeah. yeah it makes sense but yeah so anyways uh join the patreon and get a sticker you can do nothing with no i'm just kidding stick it on some shit man but yeah they're cool um yeah, I will say that I do have a, there's a rapper, he's a kind of like a nerd rapper, his name's Word Burglar, and he, he put out a, <clears throat> excuse me, he put out a, a record all about G.I. Joe called Welcome to Cobra Island, and it's awesome, it's really good, it's really well done, and uh, I ordered it on vinyl recently, and it came with a Word Burglar sticker, it's like him, he looks like the Hamburglar, <laughs> he's got like this thing on his face, but what do you do with it, right, so I just, I put it yeah. on a little magnet, bam, slaps it on my fridge, it's the way to go. I think. But how are you doing this morning? We're recording the show early on Sunday morning. It's uh, not too early. It's 8.30, but got stuff going on. Uh, better than expected. It's really nice here, unbelievably. So um, I stepped outside for a little bit with my cup of coffee. Yeah. Kind of just, you know, let the <laughs> breeze sink in. It's like almost 60 degrees here. The bird songs. Is- insane for what march 6th yeah i mean i mean don't worry tomorrow it's gonna be like 30 degrees so it's it's fine but i'm just uh trying to soak in the weather while i can because i this so this is part of the reason why i've always said so spring and fall are my two least favorite seasons spring I fucking hate because around here it does this shit every single year. We get like two days in a row where it's like 70 degrees outside. And it's awesome. But then it's fucking 30 for the next month. Yeah. Until it actually becomes spring. So it like it does this like one or two times and it just makes you it like almost reinforces seasonal depression because like, you're like, Oh yay, I'm almost done. But then wait, no, it fucking sucks. Yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's nice to be up early. I, I'm as much as I don't really like getting, I mean, I'm a morning person mm-hmm. by force, not necessarily by, not by, by nature uh, naturally. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, feel it. Felt pretty good. Good. How about yourself? Yeah, good. I had a f- uh, three-hour gig on Friday. I had some friends come out. That was a fun time. And then yesterday, uh, I went and saw the Uncharted movie. Jacob, I went and saw it. Wait, so so okay. I'm going to ask you about the Uncharted movie, but yeah. Did I see that the gig was at Big Rail? Yeah. It's outdoors. It like fucking freezing. Yeah, it was like 30 degrees. I played outside for three hours. Um, but sounds horrible. They put, why, do they, why do they do they that? Like tor- I don't, we don't have to get They put this. those torpedo torches up and stuff. And, and yeah, I was okay. actually yeah. warm. They had big bonfires and stuff. It was warm enough. Like, I wasn't like, you know, I could I could play through. My digits were moving kind of slow towards the end of the night, though. You know, my Fair digits. enough. But, yeah, so. So the Uncharted movie. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck's that about? I mean, I you know. I, <laughs> I don't know if we should, if I should wait to talk about I'll talk about it. I mean, it's been out long enough. 
I'll say a few points. I mean, you don't have to spoil. You don't have to spoil it. You can give your first impression. First impression. I would love to do. I would love to do like a mini sode on it. We should, but but I I'm not gonna I, to be completely transparent to the audience. I'm not gonna see this movie until I can watch it at home. Yeah. So it's gonna be a couple months probably before we do this. Yeah. But so I I do want to watch it. Yeah. First first impression was. I, my first, my truth, truth be told, first impression was the new Batman movie's out also right now. And I'm like, ah, no one's going to be at Uncharted. So we show up at 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and it's pretty damn full for Uncharted. And there's all, really? there's all kinds of, like, people who I can guarantee have no fucking clue what Uncharted is. Like, the VIP section has, like, a ton of, like, 13-year-old girls. Um, the, you know, oh, yeah. b- behind me, there's, Love like... Tom Holland. Yeah, behind me, there's, like, uh, at least five or six elderly couples. Um, there's, like, you know, and then your your general, like, middle-aged uh, fam, like, you know, mom, dad, and, like, maybe the kid was like, hey, can we see Uncharted? But mom and dad had no idea what it was. Maybe the kid had no idea mm-hmm. what it was. But this is our Spider-Man guy, right? Tom Holland's our spider So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, does anybody here even fucking know what this is? Like, and I'm like, this is so weird. And I'm looking around and there was one guy who went by himself. And I bet you that guy knew what Uncharted was because he, he had, sure. you know, he looked like your, your regular gamer. He had like a beanie on dressed in black. He had a hoodie on and like middle age looked, you know, slightly overweight. I'm not like ripping on gamers, but like your stereotypical, you know, like me, um, he looked like me. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I was like, that guy knows what's up. And um, there, there are two post-credit scenes. Scenes. Uh, there's one that happens right when the movie rolls, and then there's one that happens like mid-credits. Um, I will say, first impressions. This I think is supposed to take place. Even, even. This takes. Mm, this is supposed to be before Drake's fortune. Yeah, this definitely takes place for the first Uncharted game. Uh, and, it, and it's not even in the game sphere. It's not canon to the game. But the, the, what's fucked up about it is, is they give you set pieces from all the games in this movie. Um, the, I noticed that just from the trailer. So it's confusing for a gamer to be like, you don't want this to be part of our game world, but you're stealing all the cool shit from our games and putting in your thing and making it your own thing. But it it's no long, it's not really your own thing now because you're taking part of our thing. But I do say that... I get it, though. Yeah, Tom Holland it. was fantastic. He was so good. I I love Uncharted. If I didn't know anything about Uncharted, he sells the character. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Um, I will say that Sam is brought up in the movie. Uh, so there, there's some references to Sam. How he and Sully meet is a little like they got to like their whole history stuff. Real, they were like in and out of that right in the beginning of the movie. Like this is how they meet. Now they're together. Now they're looking for treasure. Right? They didn't waste any time on like that relationship. How he meets Sully. The thing that kind of drove and and we'll get into this on our mini mini spoiler cast. The thing that drove me kind of crazy though is is like the character of Sully. The character in general, unless Sully. Is is like unless this is uh, more of a uh, coming of age story for Sully. Like this is like such a young Sully that like it's not the Sully we recognize from the game. Because if I'm being if I'm being honest, he uh, 
he's portrayed as kind of like a backstabber and a money hungry character and he doesn't really give a shit about anybody else and it's like that's not the fucking Sully that I know but we know an older Sully I mean, right he kind kind of though I mean you kind of get the glimpse that that's like what world he came from before Drake. Sure. Right. So, so you, you get, you get kind of the idea that the only person that Sully cares about is Nathan Drake, which is, which is pretty, I, I wouldn't say like, I, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't yeah. know, but I can't I wait can till you see, watch it. I can see them portraying him that way. If this is a pre Drake Sully. Yeah. Uh, but like, but I don't know. I mean, if, uh, yeah. it's it's kind of an interesting thought though, so well sure. by the, by the end of the movie he kind of shows his heart a little bit Sully does but uh, he uh Malk Wahlberg is Sully initial impression he lacks the charm he doesn't have that his voice is like to me I, I feel like his voice is a little high higher in the register uh he kind of has a little bit well, he doesn't of, have that like older guy voice. yeah right and, like, and that's what makes sully so charming but i get that it's a young sully so like we're at a juxtaposition there right like like i get what they're doing and if they're going to turn this into a franchise a movie franchise which it looks like they are because it's apparently really successful um the movie itself well and all yeah go ahead also i just wanted to say that the voice actor that plays sullivan that yeah. his name is richard mcgonagall yeah. he's got like a pretty iconic voice too, yeah he though. does so like anyway continue yeah there's a there's a fun cameo in the movie i won't say what it is or who it is um you can only guess i don't want to spoil that and then uh it's kratos the person yeah kratos they did have a really interesting uh, opening. Um, you know, like when you go to movies, there's like 15 opening, like little company introductions. Uh, family yeah. Guy actually does a really funny, or maybe it's The Simpsons, where like Homer sits down with the family, he's watching a movie, and it has like, doo doo He's like, oh. And then it shuts off, and like Lisa's like, it's not the movie, Dad. And then like it's, it shows, do 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 this cool graphic. It's like, ooh, it's not the movie, Dad. And then it goes like five <laughs> times in a row. So like that Sony had one, and it was cool because Aloy, there was a thing of Aloy, got, you know, Last of Us, Kratos, Nathan Drake. It wasn't the. It wasn't the one that we're used to seeing. It seemed like it was a little, little more geared towards. I don't know. It wasn't the. Well, maybe it's maybe it's like a, the new thing that they're doing for, for the like, Sony Pictures. Uh, for the Sony, like play. Well, they do. They're doing the PlayStation Productions thing. Right. Now, That's right? what so that it's was. Like yeah. they're they're doing movies for and TV shows for the PlayStation stuff. So. Maybe that's you know it's kind of like how Pixar has like the bouncing lamp mm-hmm. and like that's what you know, yeah that's what this was yeah, so so like that's cool yeah I, that I mean that's actually it's neat it means they're really leaning it into was exciting it, I hope it means yeah they're gonna make good shit it was exciting to see the movie all in all I was gonna talk touch on Chloe real quick Chloe was fine we get we get no Elena in this one she doesn't exist yet I have a feeling Elena's gonna come in the second one because with the Easter eggs I'm not gonna give much away but they kind of allude to almost they're going to replicate Drake's fortune it seems like to a degree mm. characters and everything from Drake's fortune so um, I'm guessing we're going to see Elena in the next one but the the movie all together was good it, it seemed like it lacked a lot of a lot of action or uh, there was a lot of talking and in setup for the first half of the movie and then there was like a really really long action sequence it was like 30 minutes long and honestly i was kind of dozing off during it if i'm being completely honest like literally yeah. not not even like oh i was getting kind of tired i actually caught myself like 
trying to like wake up. Like it was just a lot of like the CGI big, just too much big screen, 30 minute action scene. It it was awesome, but like, it's nothing that we haven't seen before in movies. It was cool to watch. It's, it's kind of annoying when movies do this because like the uncharted game Mm -hmm. doesn't have action sequences that last that long Yeah, and you're playing the game. So like, it seems kind of weird. I, I think it's also that just like the older I get, the less I care about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know, but that that's, I mean, if that's the biggest problem with the movie, that's yeah. pretty good. And there's, really. and there's some really good Easter eggs. There's some really good Easter eggs. There's a naughty dog sticker. You can spy in there. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Drake's opening like a chest of, of belongings. And if you just look on the inside lid, he's got all these stickers and there's a naughty dog sticker. So that was kind of a nice little tip of the hat to the developer. And then, uh, the the way they kind of frame the the way they set the movie up is very much like how the beginning of Uncharted Two starts, which was a nod to Uncharted Two. So I'm just gonna set say that um, it starts really like oh my god this is crazy, and then it you know they bring it back in and then they build up to that moment again midway through the movie, which was kind of exactly what doing Uncharted Two the video game. So that was a nice nod, and it worked really well for the sake of the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. All in all, I liked it. I thought I thought it was good. I, you know, it's weird to say that. I thought it was good. It wasn't complete shit. There, there really aren't a lot of uh, firefights. A lot of the action was more hand to hand. There was only a brief moment where guns were being shot, which is kind of interesting because in Uncharted, like you're fucking shooting a gun at bad guys like a hundred percent of the time, all the time, really. Yeah. So, but Nathan Drake in this is a, is a young Nathan. So. Um, yeah, so it's interesting, but I, I recommend if you're a fan of the series, go check it out. You know, you may not like it, but you got to go into it with an open mind for sure. Cause it's, it's not the game, but it's, it was still a good movie. It was fine. I didn't, I didn't object paying the money for it. Um, didn't regret it, but yeah, so let's talk about some games we're playing. Jake, I'm still working on horizon forbidden West. I'm, uh, Man, I found what I think is going to end up being like the hub for the whole game instead of just like a city. I don't know how far you are in this game. I feel like I'm taking my time with this game, but I feel like there's a new location I've unlocked that feels like it's going to be like the central area that you keep well, going there's back like, to. So they introduce – I'm not going to spoil anything, but they introduce like – when you go west, there's like the new kind of clan of mm. people that you come across. And there's like three kind of clans. The Tanakh. And like, yeah. And like as you go west, you get into like different territories. Mm-hmm. So and there's there's what, like five, five Talmecs in this game? Yeah. Five or not six? as many as the first so, one. Not as many as the first one. So it could be that, I mean, there is a probably, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a central location, kind of like Meridian in the first game, mm-hmm. where it's like in the middle of the map, there's like one big city. And, you know, there are little towns and cities all over the place, mm-hmm. but like there's one big city in the middle that kind of is your sort of, I, I, hub is, is, is kind of like a, it's not really a good way to say it, but because it's not like actually a hub, like right. in a hub world in the video games, but like it's like a place where you can use as sort of like a home base to kind of bounce around in a place that'll um, propel the story. But I, I don't know that I've I don't think I've gotten there yet. Mm. I'm about because uh, that's that's all I've been playing too. So I'm like 15 hours in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fi- I think I looked at my game plot clock this morning. I was at like 15 hours and 15 minutes, something like that. I need to do that. And uh, so 
so my thing, and I don't know if this, if I'll peel off of this at some point, but like, I'm doing like every side quest as I go. Me too. I'm just, if I go to a question mark, I go to it. (laughs) So like nine times out of 10, when I do a story mission, I'm like fucking over leveled for it because I do all the side quests and then I move on to the next story mission. And like, I just got the thing, you know, this isn't really a spoiler, like if you haven't played the game, you don't know what you won't know what I'm talking about. But I just like maybe a couple hours ago got the thing that allows you to um, blow up the fire gleam stuff. Yeah. And like once you get that, it turns a lot of the question marks on the map that you visited <laughs> into like a fire gleam thing. Yep. And so like I've just been going back yep. and like doing all of Dude, those things. Yeah. And so I. I'll be honest. I'm. I am really enjoying it. There. There are a couple things. Uh, I. We maybe we should just talk about you know the one news point you had on here about them getting a big patch because yeah. I, talk, we'll, we'll do Horizon spoiler cast down the road. That's the plan. Yeah. So 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 I'm not gonna kind of. I'm not really gonna dive. We'll deep talk into to a news it, point but, then. Yeah. So it got a really big large patch, right? Yeah. So the one thing that I I wanted to to mention is that. Since this patch has released, I don't know if you've tried performance mode, but I think they ironed out some of those visual things. Because, so let me say this: you know, we were arguing before about how <laughs> you said that like vi- the fidelity mode looks so much better or whatever, sure. and I told you I couldn't really tell the difference. So that was before I got out to like the forbidden West where you actually go through the gate mm. at the, the dawn and you get out into the forbidden West and you, when you get out there, there's like a story thing that's happening, but like the map there, when you get out is just like a field of like grass, yeah. like tall grass and in performance mode or like, you know, the high frame rate, 60 frame mode or whatever you want to call it. The grass looked really like pixely mm. as it was like blowing in the winds and stuff. Like it looked really kind of weird, but and like I when I switched to fidelity mode, it didn't look like that at all. So there was an obvious like difference yeah. between the two of them. And then I played this in the morning before work. And then when I got home from work, I, I installed this like big fucking patch for it. And then after that, I never noticed it. So it could be that and, and I heard some some stuff on some other podcasts and stuff about how like maybe the way that they were doing the performance mode was just not like the greatest way to do it and it was causing some of this pixelation and stuff. Yeah. And you know, there there were some issues with where like the the particle effects and the dust and stuff would look a little bit kind of, you know, pardon the pun, but grainy, you know what I mean? And so um but now, like, dude, I'm constantly, like, as I'm walking around the world, I find a spot that's got, like, a lot of particle effects, a lot of grass blowing, a lot of shit. And I bounce back and forth between performance mode and, and uh, uh, resolution mode. And I really can't tell the difference. There is, a di- there is a difference. But, and like I said, I think there is also a factor of the fact that you're playing on a much larger TV than me. Mm-hmm. So I think that that makes a big difference. But I... I I want. I don't want to break your brain or anything, but like, you should find a point that like looks really good and just bounce to pre- performance mode just for a second. Yeah, just to see if because I'm curious because you thought there was a huge difference and I didn't to begin with. So I'm curious if you look at it and you're like, oh, it doesn't look any different now, or it looks much 
more similar now. Yeah. Maybe they did fix something because I never did look at the patch notes to see if they fixed, you know, visuals or yeah. anything like the that. The thing that's confusing, a lot of the patch notes were like fixing quest stuff, but then there was like an other section that had a ton of extra language in there. But I did look at them, but I didn't read it all. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they mixed something up a little bit. But the thing about that that's so hard for me to figure out is like, you know, as soon as you get on performance mode, because it's so buttery smooth, it makes you think that it's better. Right? You're like, oh, this is so much yeah. better. And then, like, you got to separate the, the gameplay with the visual and then vice versa. Like, when you switch back, you're like, oh, man, this thing doesn't play very well. But, man, look how good it looks. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it. such a weird... I, I wish that they would have done, like, a middle mode. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I get it. It's probably, you know, it's probably tough to make those modes and have it, like, play well and look well. Um, but, uh yeah, I, I don't know. I I think the game is beautiful. Yeah. Like even in the performance mode, I, yeah. I I'm always running around just admiring the world and like the lighting is still really good. Like usually one of the things that they chop off in performance mode is the ray tracing and all that stuff to make it run better. And I don't know if there's ray tracing in performance mode. I'm guessing not, but if there's not, it looks amazing. Like one of the things that I noticed is I was swimming across a lake or a river or something like that. And the way that the water was moving was like not around Aloy, like because she, you know, not like the path that she was making, but around you, like the ambient choppiness of the water, yeah, was really impressive. And the water effects are fantastic, and, yeah. And like a lot of the other stuff, just like the lighting on the rocks and everything, how it like, you know, how it it lights the rocks so they have like a glow to them, and it, it's just really, really good. The one thing that I will say. Is so one positive and one negative. Mm. The positive is that I think it's, I don't know that I've ever seen a game that's done such a good job of making practically anything climbable. So like, <laughs> like if you, if you use the, so in uncharted the classic example is uncharted, all of the things that you can climb are like painted yellow. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, or like, it's an obvious thing. Like it's there's a visual a scrape indicator. on the edge of it. Yeah. There's like a scrape on the edge of a cliff that knows that you can grab it or like whatever in horizon forbidden West. There's no indication on a cliff side of what you can climb and what you can't. But if you use the, if you tap the R3, it uses the focus pulse and it, sh- it highlights lines and crosses in yellow, everything that you can grab onto and it's like everything on the rocks. Like there there are instances where it's like a cliff face or something that you can't grab a hold of it, but it's like highlighting points that would be actual handholds if you were like a rock climber. Mm-hmm. So like it's really and you could just climb up it. it it's not it's not like uh, it's almost like a mixture between and I Fred, I know you didn't play um uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising and yeah. I, I don't think you played Breath of the Wild at all but like it's like a, it's like between Breath of the Wild where you can literally climb up any wall any surface anything ever it's it's like a mixture between that and Uncharted where Uncharted is like okay you have these dedicated handholds you can only climb these certain things there's like a, there's like an illusion of being able to like scale buildings and stuff like yeah. that and like it's like in the middle where it's like you can climb basically anything, but 
it's more realistic, like Uncharted, where it's like you have to have like a handhold to grab onto and all this kind of stuff. There's just way more of them, and it's more realistic in that sense, um, which I think is really cool. The other thing, the one, the one thing that I will, my my final thought on for this week's episode uh, update on Horizon <laughs> yeah, is the that episodic updates. <laughs> it's incredibly. So the one thing that I find really annoying about the combat in this game is fighting on an incline. I don't know if you've ever had this issue before, where you're on an incline and you're trying to fight a you're trying to fight a a, a robot and you're trying to melee them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like none of the attacks line up. That's weird. So like you're constantly going like up and down the hill and nine times out of 10, I end up literally running away from the enemy and having them chase me to a flat spot so that I can fight them there because I always get myself in this situation where I'm on like this incline and the attacks aren't lining up. And there have been instances before too, where I'll do a melee attack and they'll just like swing over an enemy. Mm. Like it won't hit them. And it's like, I get that I'm on a hill, but I feel like that's one of those details that maybe like the game should account for. It's like, hey, I'm making an attack and the enemy is below me. It should just know that and just like swing down. Not, you know what I mean? Or like drop the character or something. But it's, it's very rare that I have this problem. But it's one of those things where I'm just like, why am I struggling with this? Right. But but overall, I think the game is fucking awesome. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And then before we peel off of this and talk about resolution modes and stuff, because that's going to come up in the next news point. Can I just say how fucking irritating leap lashers are? Can I just come oh. out and say that? Like, like they're so they're they're unbelievable. So what, what, what do you think is irritating about the them? fact that they won't leave you alone? Like you can't get any distance between them. Like the, oh, the, the machine, just, you just got to kill them. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you, you can't. Oh, you mean that they can they can jump at you and stuff, and they got the little whip thing that they can. Every grab you time with. I go to to knock back an arrow, like they're on me, and I, and like it, it, my I'm like drawing my bow, boom, drawing my bow, boom, and then I like try to well, hit them, and then there's like three of them. So like I finally get some distance between me and the other one, and then boom from the side, and I'm just like, God, you know, I feel like a, I don't know what I feel like. I feel like I'm running the gauntlet. Are you upgrading your melee at all? Yeah, it's fine. And they're just so, so, so annoying. So so the thing <laughs> they're cool. One of the things like kangaroos. Go ahead. One of the things I find, at least I know, because I haven't gotten to the point where I, I don't have a weapon that has tear arrows yet. Which yeah, was I don't my either. favorite feature of Uncharted 1. I don't either. Was the sharp shot bow with t- like like super fucking awesome tear arrows. Because you would shoot, like you could be hiding in the bushes. Make vulnerable. And you would just like, like let's say you're fighting a Thunderjaw, which is like the T-Rex enemy. Mm-hmm. And they've got those big cannons on them. You could literally, from hiding, just with one arrow, immediately off. just launch one of those things off of them. And it makes the fight so much easier. But since I don't have that, one of the things that I really have been using a lot of, especially with enemies like that, is there's a combo that's like three light attacks and a heavy attack, yeah. and it knocks the, them down. The and it or whatever it is yeah so there's there's a couple of them but like that seems to help a lot but yeah you do sometimes with those type especially if there's a pack of them you get in a cycle where like you knock one down and then another one hits you before you can critical them or, or like whatever like you it just is, get ping pong around by the leap lashers man all the other machines i think are fantastic i think they made the leap lashers just a smidge too aggressive when they're in a pack like just a smidge because like 
you can't you can't enjoy uh the battle mechanics of of Horizon when you're, fight, <laughs> when you're fighting them, you can't because you're just getting knocked around. It's like okay, everything I've learned about this game from the last game and this game, I can't use against this enemy. And they're not even supposed to be like a really hard enemy, but they are. You use like use the smoke bombs and go back oh, into hiding. Man, yeah. All right. Anyways, hey, let's talk about. Yeah, there are ways to mitigate it, but it's just so annoying. And then they throw those sonar pads down that ruin your focus, those little interrupters, so then you can't even find what parts of them you need to try to shoot. Um, those things are way oh, over-leveled. Yeah. Like, those things are way too difficult for the game. I don't know. I've taken That's down... Funny. I, I don't. I, it's funny that... It's funny because, like, I don't really find them all that annoying, but <laughs> there are, like, other other enemies that I find annoying. I've killed like, two it, Thunderjaws with not dying once. And the leap blasters will yeah. kill me every time I run into them. Like, dude, that fucking I don't rem- I don't remember if there was one of these in the first game, but that that giant turtle enemy is fucking the bristleback. Cool. No, 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 the one that's like the one that's like literally a giant tortoise. I don't know it's if like I've uh, seen them. maybe you didn't do that side quest. Then mm-hmm. there's a side quest where you find like the Karja hunter, uh, like the the head of the the hunting lodge mm-hmm. from the first game and oh, yeah. she's like looking for someone mm-hmm. and you follow her and you end up fighting this big turtle that like can burrow into the ground. Oh and, like, no, I did fight that. Yeah. 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 Falls at you. I did. Do yeah. That. It's really cool. And then it kind of ends because it's, you can't get through the mountain, the quest. Yeah. So like, uh, the, uh, I mean, I, I'll just, I mean, we, we should stop talking about yeah. horizon, but like, dude, the freaking, the enemy designs in this game are so good. Yeah. They're, they're really so, cool. like, they're so good. Anyway, yeah. All let's right. talk about something. Yeah, else. so you were talking about how it would be nice if Horizon had a middle uh, resolution mode or something in between, right? So the re-release yeah. of Grand Theft Auto V has seen some new fantastic screenshots. And the screen grabs look really good, Jake. And honestly, after looking at the screen grabs, I'm like, man, that game was really fun. And now this game looks next level. And uh, there will be three graphic modes um, for the new GTA 5 for next gen. So one will permit 60 FPS with ray tracing. So oh, nice. that's going to be sick. So I was a little concerned after the the trilogy that came out to like, eh, you know, very buggy, lackluster response. And, uh, you know, but it looks like this is getting the royal treatment GTA 5. It's their bread and butter. So, of course, it is. So I'm kind of excited to see how this plays and see how it runs on the PS5. I don't know what version we actually get for free. I think we just get GTA Online or something. We're going to get something. I think it's, yeah, I think you're right. It might be just GTA Online. I don't think it's a single player, but I I would like to try the single player again. But anyways, do you want to do that quick uh, push square quiz? We've been doing these quizzes, test our PlayStation knowledge. We've generally done pretty well on these, Jake. So pushsquare.com has a a link up. And uh, you guys know Jake and I like to take these tests. Welcome to the PS This Is Awesome Patreon page. For those of you that don't know, my name is Fred Oakman. And I'm Jake Peters. And we're a PlayStation podcast currently in our 10th year. Our first episode aired in July of 2012, where we discussed and speculated on the arrival of the PS4. Over the years, we've used this podcast to take a break from adulting, share our love of video games, and in particular, PlayStation. The audio podcast is available on all major streaming services, and we have recently made the leap to uploading video content and video podcasting to our YouTube channel, as well as the very occasional Twitter post or live stream. 
Over the years, we have covered everything from PS3 to PS Vita, through the launches of PS4, PSVR, and now PS5. As our audience has grown over the years, we have decided to start this Patreon with the hopes of creating a medium in which we can give you the opportunity to help support our show. And as a test bed, we're starting with a single tier. It's called the one and only $1 Club. So with your support at the $1 level, we're going to mail you a premium vinyl cut sticker and give you a shout out on the podcast. But at this time, unfortunately, we can only ship to the U.S. and Canada. But this is subject to change depending on your interest. So whether you're new to the show or you're a frequent flyer, we are forever thankful for your support and hope you can find it in your little gaming heart to join us in the one and only $1 Club. Until next time, like PlayStation, Podcasting, and Patreon, P.S. This is So let's jump right into it. 15 questions real quick. We're going to try to keep the podcast closer to an hour. I have some obligation. I got to go record some vocals in Pittsburgh today for a band. Um, I'm guest vocaling on one of their records. But um, so it's a picture of Spider Man and it says, Which character's face was changed for PS5 remasters by Marvel Spider Man? Um, it's Peter Parker. Do you agree? Yeah. 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 They're, they're literally like showing you in the image <laughs> who they replaced. <laughs> Which PlayStation console did the original Dragon Ball Z Budokai game? Uh, release on I believe it's PS2 let's go PS2 man damn we're right alright what is this monster from the Monster Hunter world I don't know it looks like a griffin begin to tell you it's uh, uh let's see was it mm, ba- Baroth Ner- Nergai Jaunty Great Gyros and Basil Goyce <laughs> you just butchered all the. It looks like it looks like a like a griffin or something. Yeah, the great like, Gyros looks good to me. Yeah, pick that one. Nope, this is the Basil Goys. All right, oh. well we missed that one. Never played it. All right, how many Riddler trophies are there to find in Batman Arkham City? Catwoman included. No DLC. Oh my god, there were a ton of Riddler trophies. Holy shit. Not trophies like PSN trophies, but like trophies in the game that you have to go collect. Um, Oh, I don't know about that. I'm going to say 168. I always... Actually, 220. So the options are 94, 168, 228, 282. Usually 28, the highest number, is a little overkill. But then the, the answer usually is a larger number, but they throw a higher one in to make it not seem as crazy. I'm going to go 228. Seems like a lot, though. What do you think, Jake? Just yeah, just go for it. No, I literally two eighty two. God damn this this quiz so far has been a lot of games that like well, I don't know anything about. I don't know, and I don't know anything about this game either. And Yakuza, Yakuza Kiwami, uh, which character can ambush Kazuma Kiru through the city? Um, no idea. Uh, I like Goro though because I know he's a character in that. Sure. Yes. Got it. Nice. All right. Which footballer was on the original cover of FIFA 19 before he was replaced? Neymar Jr., Cristiano Ronaldo, Killian Mbappé. I don't know how to say his name. Mbappé. And then Marcos. Mbappé. I think it's how it's Mbappé. And then what's Marcos? How do you pronounce that? Reyes? Reyes? Reyes. Reyes? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's not my sport. Jake? I'll let you take a step. remember. I feel like 
Neymar Jr. sounds like a legit soccer player. They all do. I mean, they all are soccer players, but oh, like, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was. I feel like they were replaced because at one point there was one year where they, one of the guys was I thought replaced because of a lawsuit or something like that. So maybe I don't know why my gut's telling me Ronaldo, but mm. I I don't know. Just fucking let's pick go. Either Ramo- Ronaldo. I'm going Ronaldo. Trust your gut. You got it. Boom. Man, we're killing it, and we don't even know. And ah, oh, here we go. In Mass Effect, Joker suffers from a disease called Vralik syndrome. How does it impact Joker? Um, let's see what the options are. Uh, it makes his muscles lock in place. It makes his bones brittle. It stops him digesting solid food, or it paralyzes him from the waist down. Honestly, the bone brittle thing. I thought was a thing, but I think it's the waist down one, right? I know he can't walk for whatever reason. So this is kind of a tricky question. I feel like it's the brittle bones one. That's what I, I was we, thinking. I just fucking played this game and I can't <laughs> we remember. Just had a, I'm pretty sure spoiler cast. But I'm pretty sure it's it's the brittle bones and it like makes it so like he like he can't move and stuff because he can't bones walk break. because it like All right, yeah, bones I, brittle. Boom, got it. Good job. See, we did play the game. In in the Odd World games, which, what species are the gun-toting guards with robotic legs? Are they paramites, scrabs, sligs, or glucons? I think it's scrabs. Is it scrabs? I think it is. Glucon sounds like a like a freaking robot name, but I I've never played an Odd Or or is Odd World a scrab? I think he might be a scrab. I know Scrab is a thing in Oddworld. I know that. I I don't remember. Want to go Glucons? Sure. Uh, it was Sligs. We were both wrong. <laughs> Just Cause 2 takes place in which fictional country? Karami? Oh, I have no idea. Bakudo? Panau? Or Barat? I'm going to go Panau. You good with that? Panau? Yeah. Got it. It sounds like a fake nice. country name. Yeah. <laughs> what classic Chinese novel is the Dynasty? Not Dynasty, uh, the Dysentery Warriors. No, the Dynasty Warriors series based on what Chinese novel? Um, the Plum. I'm going to guess Romance of the Three Kingdoms because that's the only one I know. Yeah, the other options are the Plum <laughs> in the Golden Vase, Rulin Waishi, Journey to the West, or Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Let's go for that one. Boom, got it. Good job, Jacob. We still got more right than we've gotten wrong so far. How many playable characters are there in Dragon's Crown? Oh man, this is a game I really wish I could get into. It always appears. Yeah, I really, I really wanted to like this game, but for whatever reason, I couldn't get into it. Well, it it really sucked on the PS3, which is the last time I played it. But they have a PS5 edition, which runs like butter, I guess. And I bet you it's awesome. I played it on the Vita. Oh yeah. So I bet the PS5 version is awesome. It's like a beat 'em up. There's there's the there's like the. There's like the the wizard. There's the the archer. There's the like the battle chick girl. Yep. Um, and then there's like the 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 woman mage, the elf. I'm gonna go six. You think there's that many? Yeah, dude. There's more than four. And I Are feel you like sure? if you're gonna put five, you might as well make six. Five's a weird <laughs> Can't number. Argue with that logic, I guess. I mean, eight seems like a little over. Like there's two. It's many. not eight. It can't. It's be gotta eight. be six. 
Got it. Yep, there you go. That's my my brain logic. Correct. In what year did BioWare's co-op shooter Anthem release? 2019, 2017, 2020, or 2018? I actually don't I know this. It was, I think it was... T- 19? 2019. Wait, no. It wasn't um, 2020. That was just two years ago. I bet you it was 19. It's 19 or 20. No, it was it was either 18 or 19. Uh, we both agree that I'm gonna, 19. I'm going to go ahead and say... I, it got delayed at one point, so it's got to be 19. If you think it's 19 or 18 and I think it's 19 or 20, let's split the difference and just go 19. Okay, my gut's telling me 18, but go ahead and pick 19. Oh, damn it. Yeah, 19. Got it. See? <laughs> Phone there a friend. What is the full title of the Wolfenstein game that revived the series in 2014? Is it Fresh Blood, Warbringer, The New Order, or Breaking Point? The New Order. 100%. Good job. That image is dope. It is a dope picture. I, I that, that game had a fucking sick uh, reversible uh, cover art mm. for the for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Hollow Knight, what's your sword-like weapon called? Nail? Blade, shard, or pick? Pretty sure it's nail. I played this game a lot. I think it's nail. Go for it. I I, I played this game a little got bit, it. but I, I never got into it. Got it. All right, Final Fantasy thirteen. Lightning's overall design was influenced by which previous Final Fantasy protagonist? Titus, Cloud Strife, Squall Leonhart, or Cecil Harvey? I'm going to say Cloud. Mm, I was going to oh, Titus. say... She looks like Titus in the picture. Does she though? I think she does. What are you, what were you gonna say? It can't be Squall Lenhart because Squall was like a fucking biker dude. Um, I don't even believe Cecil Harvey is a character. Cecil, what a terrible name! Wasn't I? Don't even remember Cecil Cloud or Titus. So I, Louder. That's a tough one. I don't know. Go with your gut. Pick Titus, Titus if that's what you think. Fuck, it's Cloud. We still got 11 out of 15. It says, wow, you should get a job at Push Square. Aye. We'll just keep stealing your content for our podcast. <laughs> your news stories. All right. Um, thank you, Push Square, for the awesome quiz. Uh, appreciate the news. And uh, let's go back to... Man, that one was tough because, like, a lot of those, I had never played any of those games. We did better than so... we had any right to do on that one. I agree. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next point of news. Elden Ring is making tons of... Tons of waves right now. Everywhere I go, it's Elden Ring this, Elden Ring that, Elden Ring this. There was a Thai com- commercial for Elden Ring posted on the Push Square site, and they're like, hey, this is just a little insight, a little glimpse into how other cultures promote video games and stuff. This was like a two-minute long video game commercial for Elden Ring that was just so weird to me just because of the cultural disconnect that I have. I guess, but it, it, it starts off with like a family sitting down to eat, right? And then the grandma or somebody drops this ring and it shatters on the floor. And they're like, what did you do? You know, and then some one thing leads to another. And it's and it's this guy sitting in a taxi cab and he's reminiscing back on his childhood and he's riding on like this ride. It looks it looks like a rocking chair, but it looks like it also could be a horse. But they don't 
cut gameplay in. It's just that. And then he's like playing with fake plastic swords with his friend. And then like uh, there was some other he's like talking to like a, an Elden tree. And he's like saying, oh, you know, doing like a prayer at the Elden tree in, in their um, culture or, or something like that. And it's all this stuff. And then he gets out of the cab and it's, it's two minutes of this. He gets out of the cab. So on the cab ride, he's, he's remembering all these fond moments of his childhood. And then he gets out of the cab and then it's dark and he's looking around. And then uh, there's a family and then there's this ring on the table and uh one person puts their hand on it and they're like, I'm, I'm the husband. And someone's like, well, I'm the wife. And then someone's like, uh, it's my family tree. And someone else puts their hands on the other hands. Like it's my blah, 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 blah. And then the guy who was in the cab steps in the room and he goes, stop. (laughs) And they all look at him and he goes, where's grandma? And they're like, we haven't seen grandma for a while. And grandma shows up and then she goes, don't worry, I'll be here for when the blah, 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 blah happens. And then it cuts to gameplay and it's all Elden Ring, like them battling demons and stuff. And it's like Elden Ring. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, I don't understand <laughs> the, what the, the tie in, but it's definitely a funny commercial if you can find it. Funny to us, you know, just seems so, uh, such a strange way to advertise um, for a game like Elden Ring. Like, you know, I, I didn't. Maybe it's based on heirlooms, and you got to pick up shattered pieces of the ring, I guess, you know, and that's what it's about. I don't know if it's like um, different characters or part of a family lineage, you know, maybe when you, I don't know, do you respawn in this game? How does it work when you die? Do you pick a new character, or what the hell happens? No, I mean, you, you, you don't. I mean, it's not permadeath, but you just, Weird. if it's like all the other ones, I mean, you, you basically just keep going. It's just that you lose all of your resources. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you die, you have to like go back to where you started and you lose all your resources. Yeah. I mean, in any other games, it's souls or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it is in Elden Ring, but I was waiting um, for it to take a weird turn where like all these memories had like flashed before his eyes and, uh, you know, all of a sudden, like, he's, like, the character in Elden Ring, you know, and he's getting killed, and then he's, like, coming back to life or whatever. You know, I thought it was going to be a play on that, but mm-hmm. it was just, like, there's around the dinner table, and then she comes out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, yeah, essentially, when the apocalypse happens, don't worry, family, I'll still be here. And, and then it's <laughs> Elden Ring, all this shit. Like, I that's, don't know. It's uh, fucking weird, man. really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's move forward. Sifu, it has broken one million in sales. Not one million dollars. I believe they had one million sales of the game. They've sold a million. That's copies. pretty impressive for fucking Seafood. Yeah, and it's getting a new patch to fix some camera issues and add Mandarin voiceover. So very cool. Nice. Um, good on Sifu. I I'm still really curious about this game. I think I'll wait for it to go on sale. I think eventually we might see this as a PS Plus offering. We'll see. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. a year, two um, years from now. So I I just to jump back one news point my. I talked to my brother, yeah, and he did say that he was going to buy Elden Ring. So we'll have some, but he wants to get through. He wants to get through on Char- or, um, Horizon. Horizon first because he's playing it as well. So it'll be interesting to see. We might actually get a chance to talk about it. It just won't be like when it's in the zeitgeist. It'll be in a, l- a little, a little while. Well, at probably. least we'll be able to offer that to the listeners. So that's good. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm apologize. I, I just don't have an interest in in playing that game. You know, and I don't. I think- wonder what. So is it still Metacritic.com games? Let's see. Elden Elden Ring is still at a ninety-seven on PS5. Wow. That is 
fucking stupid. It's bonkers. It should not be that. I mean, I, I haven't played there's it. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's no fucking way this game is a 97. I get that people love it, blah, 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 blah. But from my understanding, it's got like, you know, some technical issues mm-hmm. and things like that. It runs kind of shitty on some platforms, especially well, on the PC, Souls I guess. The fans are and, ride or die, man. They're just going to jump right on this shit and just promote the hell out of it and say good things. But like the weird thing about... I mean, good for them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, we're, we're that way about a lot of stuff, you know. Um, you know, maybe not even game related. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, we've been, I'm ride or die about music, dude. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, the, the thing that I think is the greatest tragedy about all of the attention that Elden Ring is, get, is getting is almost the lack of spotlight the horizon is getting. Yeah, it sucks. I, I mean, it does suck because Horizon is, I mean, it's fucking great. Horizon Two is so good. I would say that you know, there's the 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 problem with the gaming community is that like, Elden Ring is a game for like fucking gamers, right? People that are into hardcore games are into games like. Elden Ring. I'm not saying all hardcore gamers are into games like Elden Ring. I just mean, like, if you are really into Elden Ring, then you're probably like a fucking gamer. I don't know. I don't, I can't imagine like a casual, like, fucking Call of Duty Madden guy, like, broing down on fucking Elden Ring. It just doesn't seem possible. But it happens. Here's but, what's weird. So let me just throw this anecdote in real quick this little tidbit of info that I have. There's a guy that I supervise at work. And. He goes to me. He's not a big gamer. He loves the Souls games. Just loves them. He doesn't play any other fucking games. He just loves those. And I get the impression that he really enjoys being a bully in those games and just fucking with people. Like when he jumps into their worlds. Like that was Uh his thing. He loved just like making the game difficult for other people. Like he was like a troll. And he would always tell me about how much fun it is to get up there and just fuck with people's (laughs) progress. He he got his... He's not... But, I'm guessing he's not like the norm, though. I don't know, but like maybe. So, I, so he asked me, he "Goes, dude, are you getting Elden Ring?" And I'm like, "No, man, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested." He goes, "Oh, that's weird." He goes, "You know," he goes, "I wonder if it's a crossplay. Like, maybe we could like somehow get in each other's worlds and stuff." Because he's an Xbox gamer, and I'm like, "Man, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know if it is. I. I don't know." But mm. you know, and, I feel like I feel like uh, I don't know this for a fact, but I I thought I was reading that Elden Ring was a little bit more directly co-op like in the other games it was like you had to like use some fucking potion to like call somebody into your game when you needed them but it was only like for a limited time and like i don't know it's it's really weird like that but i I guess i don't really know that for sure um but i'm really interested in it i i think that like every from software game that i've played has been really good i liked Mm. demon souls i liked bloodborne those i guess those are the only two i played but um yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, I just didn't have the patience for it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious about uh, I'm curious about Elden Ring because it might provide a, just like the freedom of the open world might provide enough sort of uh, motivation yeah. to kind of like in freedom to allow me to kind of do things my own way. But it still is going to it still boils down to the fact that like the enemies that you fight are challenging yeah. and like you are still going to struggle to get through certain areas. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm super interested in it. I just don't know yeah. if I'm 
But I'm just so sad the horizon's not getting. I feel like it's not. Yeah, getting, you're, it's, you're right. It's just attention, you know. It, well, well, I guess that's we kind of we kind of shot off there on a yeah. tangent. But like, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that it's really sucks that Horizon. I, I don't know that it's as bad as you think it is, though, because what I was trying to drive at earlier was that I think that the reason why the news is all fucking Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring is because all that we're really reading are like push square and shit like that, where it's like, you know, these are, this is like websites for gamers. Mm. So, you know, I would say that horizon is going to be the, the TV game. You know what I mean? That's the game. That's going to be like commercials, casual players, kids and adults alike are going to play this game. So I, I just, we won't know for a couple of months how it impacts the sales. We haven't heard anything about the sales of this game yet. Have we horizon? I don't think so. Which is a little, like usually Sony's quick to brag, like saying, Oh man, this thing did fucking move this many units the first week, you know, but we haven't haven't seen anything. I'd be kind of interesting. I mean, they maybe made a mistake. They did get out first, so that should have given them a, an edge, right? They got out. It's a big game, you know, though. Before Elden that. Ring, yeah, they know it's going to take um, time to play. People know, gamers know, people know. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, I I agree with you. I hope that it didn't didn't kill. I, there's no way it killed fucking Horizon, but I do feel like it probably did eat into <clears throat> it a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That's just the nature of the business, I guess. Hey, and then uh, we're gonna do two new, two more. Uh, uh, news points, and then we're going to go over the new games, and then we're going to bounce because I got to get to the studio here pretty soon. So I apologize for the shorter podcast, but I'll tell you what, uh, we almost had a weird podcast where I was just going to bring on a guest because we were trying to work our schedules out and we didn't want to delay one, but I'm glad that we were able to do it, Jake. So the last two news points is they're completely overhauling and changing all the maps for Battlefield 2042. <laughs> This game just failed completely. People, the gamers didn't like it. They, I don't know if it was a map issue. I don't know if it was a gameplay issue. I don't know what the issue was. I personally preferred Battlefield over Call of Duty in general. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I didn't I didn't dip my toes into 2042. And there was some speculation even that it might be just going free to play at some point. Because it did so poorly to try to get some players on board. But... I, I haven't really played it. shit the bed with that game. Yeah, it's a shame. It really shit the bed with it, which is which sucks because like they had all the opportunity in the world to to make it right. Now, like we talked about last week, it sounds like Call of Duty is not going to have a release in 2023. Mm-hmm. So that's plenty of time if freaking Dice and EA would what they really should do is just put their head down and come up with like a dope ass fucking campaign and a dope ass, like, uh, you know, you know, update to their multiplayer and release it in 2023 under like a new package or something. Mm -hmm. And then just try to steal the thunder. If there's no new call of duty, like they're probably going to come out with the new war zone or whatever next year, which is going to be hard to compete with because it's free to play. Yeah. But they have an opportunity next year to, to it, like, this year was the year. Like, Vanguard wasn't doing very well. 
and and Halo was there, but it was like a couple months later. So they could have really tried to steal the thunder here. 2023 they, would be the year because there's so no 2023. This is very rare that like a team has like two chances in a few years to be able to like steal the Call of Duty's thunder. And like now they actually have another chance. But they're just working Call on of Duty 2042. So. <laughs> but yeah, who who knows? Well, I guess there's two more things we want to talk about real quick. And then I just want to say that there's a free visual novel for Ghostwire Tokyo and it, it serves as a nice entry into the the setting and vibe of Ghostwire Tokyo. You can get it on the PSN and check it out. Um I guess it's Did you uh, fuck with it? No, I didn't I didn't mess with it. No. No, but it's it's out there and it's just a free visual novel you can download and and run it on your console and just kind of get an idea what this game's going to be about. And I think it's cool they're offering that, you know. I know a lot of times like It's pretty neat. Games will do like uh a comic book series before they come out. I know the Tomb Raider, we gave one Tomb Raider comic out once on the show. Um Tomb Raider number 1, I think, for the it was a reboot for the the video game. Um and, uh, you know, uh, Uncharted had some comic books put out by Dark Horse, and The Last of Us also did. But to have, like, a visual novel for Ghostwire Tokyo, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad idea to, to try to rope some people in that way. So I might, I might check it out. It's free. Just download it and watch it. So, and then yeah, brief. That's, that's really neat. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic about this. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this game because I do think it looks cool, but yeah. I, don't, I just don't know about the combat. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then briefly, um, it, we would be remiss not to mention all the shit that's going on in Ukraine right now uh, with Putin being a big asshole and killing tons of innocent people uh, and just fucking shit up over there. And there are game studios over there. I did a little research on this. Um, there, are, uh, It kind of segues into the video game world a little bit, which is so irrelevant compared to the greater picture of what's going on over there. Um you know, my heart goes out to everybody there in Ukraine, and I'm sure Jake's does as well. And uh, what a fucked up situation. But just to say um, that uh, the, there are, I'm sure there's more studios than this, but the ones that I was able to uh, find off the bat looking uh, was GSC um, Game World. Um, they're known for the Stalker series, 4A Studios, uh, now owned by Saber Interactive, or known for the Metro Games. Um, they actually started their studio in Kiev, and then uh, Frogwares, known for the Sherlock Holmes games and the Sinking City, are also in Kiev. Uh, mobile game developer GameLoft has two stu- studios in the Ukraine. Vostok Games is out there, and then Ubisoft has a really big studio in Kiev, which I think do a lot of quality control. So, if you think that this shit isn't going to affect the game industry to some degrees, then you're just uh, you're sleeping under a rock. Because it definitely is. And it's affecting the world on a greater level. But heart goes out to everybody out there. I mean, that's just... It's it's a fucking shit show. Yeah. I. Uh, it's like one of those... This is one of those things that happens... That's happening in the world. Where everyone's just kind of looking around at each other. Being like, is this really fucking happening right, right. now? Like, is, is Russia literally invading a you know a first world country right now like this is shit that yeah. you know w- our generation we've never seen has, like we this, never this it like you know and, and i don't want to take anything away from you know the wars that have happened 100%. in the middle east and stuff like that there's there's nothing to say there's always war that, you know that like there's 
anything less about the wars that happened there and stuff. But but those like when we're talking about the U.S. fighting in the Middle East, that was like that was more like a, a of a war against terrorism. It wasn't like somebody invading another country to try and take it over as their own. And so it's this is like the last time that you ever I mean, the last time that this was a thing was what, like fucking korea or like world war ii i mean this isn't like this isn't a thing that happens all the time and pardon me if my history is not very good but like it's just you know like i know there was some shit with the vietnam war and stuff where you know it's north and south vietnam blah blah but like it's just insane to me and and like i think that it's amazing that all of these big companies and stuff are coming out and they're just like saying sorry we're no longer selling our shit in russia like apple said like we're no longer selling our shit in russia yeah um you know i know a a lot of other uh like i'm a big obviously big hockey fan and there are teams that play in the khl which is like this like the khl which is primarily based in russia is the second largest hockey league in the world like after the nhl Mm. and like most people that want to play at the highest level that can't quite make the NHL go play in the, the KHL. And there are teams that have just straight up, uh, my curtain just fell down. That's fun. There's teams (laughs) that have just straight up been like, fuck it, we're out. And they just literally withdrew from the the continental hockey league. Mm. And that's, that's pretty cool. And I saw, I just saw before we started the podcast that, um, Microsoft, I think, is going to halt all sales in Russia of like Xbox and all that stuff. I don't think we've heard anything from Sony yet. Um, there was- hopefully, they do the right the right thing. But like, the thing that sucks about this is the Russian people are not the Russian government. So I feel bad for the Russian people who are not able to get you know their PS fives or whatever or their Xboxes or their iPhones. But like, you know, those people need to be able to put pressure on their government so that their government stops doing crazy shit like this. And, you know, I know it's hard. It's easy for me to be fucking armchair revolutionist over here Mm -hmm. because in the United States, I can literally walk up to my politicians and say, fuck you. And they don't do anything about it because we live in a free country. Whereas in Russia, if you're gay, they throw you in prison. So it's it's really unfortunate. Oh, like it and, sucks and, so bad. In the fact, and you have to imagine. Could you imagine being like a Russian fuck soldier? No, fuck no. They don't even know what's going. Like, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know shit about this as far as what they know or what they don't know. But I've seen some things, and with all the hacking and all the weird fucking information you get on the internet now, everybody—it's a cyber—it's a cyber war, and it's a—it's a very physical war, and it's a very deadly war, and it's—and it's a—it's a bad situation. But I saw some video footage of what were to be uh, Russian soldiers calling their parents who had been captured, and they were saying, "We were told we were on a." Uh, like some sort of uh, uh, a mission that that wasn't a peacekeeping mission is what he was telling his mom. And he goes, Mom, we were the aggressors. We didn't know we were. 
We got sent into the Ukraine and we were the aggressors. Now, granted, I don't speak Russian. I don't know if he was a yeah. Russian soldier, but the translation indicated that this guy had no fucking clue. And it's just a young 20 year old kid that got sent out to go murder and kill a ton of Ukrainians being told by his government that he was going there to help them, essentially. Yeah. So well, it's the, a fuck situation. I, I, it's just so bizarre to me. Like, you would think that Putin would be like, okay, compared to fucking Russia, this doesn't need to be a political podcast. No. We don't have to go on this forever. But, like, compared to Russia, Ukraine is so small. Yeah. Like, wh- why? Like, you would think that just from, a, from, like, a PR perspective, just let them fucking go. Yeah. And just do your own thing. I mean, who cares if you lose this little piece? It's not like they're coming and taking more pieces of Russia. Mm. They're just trying to be the own their own country, which they've been it's, for the last just, thirty years. It's just Putin wanting so, to swing his dick around and be a power struggle and leave a legacy behind is all it is. And like he, he it's just so it, it's like it's insane to me. Like I'm yeah. literally because like, Putin's just like he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, we're just we're just waltzing in. This is our country. We're just you know. I, I saw this, and I don't. No. Yeah, and I don't, it's like uh, what? I don't one hundred percent agree with this, but I saw I saw a statement somewhere, and it wasn't even pertinent to this. It was like the most dangerous person is a humiliated person. You know what I mean? Um, dude, yeah, I can believe like that. that. And, and I, I believe f- that. And I feel that like he has now been completely humiliated on the world stage. Um, and again, support to Ukraine. I will say because you asked about this, if PlayStation has done anything, but I know that um, it looks like the the deputy prime minister of Ukraine did tweet at Xbox and PlayStation and said, "You're definitely aware of what is happening in Ukraine right now. Russia declared war not for Ukraine, but for all civilized world. If you support human values, you should live. You should live. I think it should say you should leave the Russian market. Um, but yeah, so." Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a request from the Ukraine straight up to Sony and to Xbox saying, pull your fucking shit, please. You know, do what you can yeah. to help. So it's interesting. I don't know if Sony has yet. But that being said, let's get on to another thing real quick. And then I do have to go because I got to drive to Pittsburgh. We will talk more about this next episode. And it might be a topic for the show. Epic Games has purchased Bandcamp. And this is what? Yes, this is interesting. Epic Games now owns Bandcamp. So okay, yeah, we're just gonna have to fucking put a pin in that because that's, that's a huge a, fucking thing. I don't. I, it's I not literally nec- do not understand what you just told. Yeah, it happened. So, it happened. We'll do a little research over the week. We'll come back with some commentary on it. It's not even necessarily <laughs> PlayStation related, but it could have some under undertoes with. I have made the connection already of I've got to think about streaming it. music about it. and streaming games, and it's fucking weird that Epic Games just bought the almost the biggest music distributor for independent music musicians, um, bought them out. So they own Bandcamp. So mm. it's there's a fucking weird. parallel here, and I'm telling everybody. And I also told everybody, I was looking at reviews of Horizon. I think I was one of the first to say it. Let me just come out there and say this, that the animations in the blinking in the fucking fucking one-on-ones with the the AIs people were noticing. Like it 
the character art in the 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 fucking faces are so much better in Horizon Two. Anyways, they gotta do okay, just one. Is, all right, make it quick. Wait, wait, wait. They gotta do they gotta do something about Aloy's hair. Like, why is it always flying all over it's the like, place? I don't fucking. <laughs> it's, it's like she lives in like zero gravity. Anyway, continue. Weird. All right, go new, games new games coming out. Breathage on PS Five. Elix Two. We already talked about that one. Far Changing Tides. Did we already talk about all these? Babylon's Fall, Disco Canyon, Grand Turismo 7, Music Racer, Ultimate. I don't think it's the same list. It's a lot of the same ones. So, LX2, Far Changing Tide, Shadow Warrior 3, Babylon's Fall, Disco Cannon Airlines, Grand Turismo 7, and Music Racer Ultimate. So, I guess that's that. And I will say that there is a game coming out on Switch that, again, I won't have an opportunity to play, but I really want to play it. It's it's Triangle uh strategy oh triangle strategy yeah it's it's the follow-up to uh, oc- uh for the octopath traveler studio same art so. style too and we didn't get octopath yet looks either dope. so um i don't know if we're yeah. gonna get those but that game looks sweet um so that's it thanks for tuning in to episode 212 of ps this is awesome sorry that we're rushing through the tail end of this i got places to be songs to sing friends to make and uh business to do so jake anything before we leave no, I am going to probably go outside because it's fucking beautiful out. And even if it just means standing in my driveway and soaking in the sun. And I love how subjective that is, too, because there's someone in Florida listening to our podcast. And we're like, dude, it's so fucking beautiful here. And it's like 60 degrees and the sun's poking through the clouds. <laughs> and it's going to rain all day also. But it is. It feels fucking good. I agree with you. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks a lot, everybody. Like I said, um, we'll talk more about that Epic Games games thing on the next show. So like Uncharted, Undead Nightmare, and Ultimate Fishing Simulator. P.S. P.S. This is awesome. This is awesome.